You are listening to the Movie Clubhouse podcast. Tune in multiple times a week for brand new reviews. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Movie Clubhouse podcast. The perfect place to be if you love movies as well as TV. Now, this is going to be our second part to our What If Season 2 review. We are going to get through episodes 6 through 9. But before we do that, we need to welcome you all. And we hope you're doing great out there in the villages, suburbs and cities. And we also hope that you have watched a lot of exciting movies and TV in the last couple of days. And if there are anything you want to discuss with us here at the Movie Clubhouse podcast, feel absolutely free to reach out to us at the mail in the show notes or description. And you can also reach us at any of our socials, that is mainly X, Treads, Instagram, and YouTube. We are the Movie Clubhouse podcast on, or the Movie Clubhouse on all of them. But that is all for now. Let's get straight into today's review. As we said, we have yesterday just finished the last episode of What If Season 2. We are now going to get through episode 6 to 9, and we'll start with episode 6, What If Kahori reshaped the world. Now, we are talking about a brand new original actor for the M- or actor or uh, actor actress and character for the MCU. This was a really interesting episode. It was this we can start with saying that this series is such a fun series. It's one of Marvel's best, I can honestly say that. In this episode, there are some powerful themes of peace and to care for each other and that you want to form a better world. We'll start with saying that. So there are some really strong themes for these episodes. There's a fitting amount of backstory to this episode, a lot involving the Tesseract, because you get to see in some of the Thor films and later part in the Avengers movies. It was not too little backstory, it was just perfect, perfectly fine amount of backstory. There is a connection to the overall story with season one and Doctor Strange Supreme in this Kaori episode. So that is interesting to see when it evolves the overall story and just not is some... When it evolves the general story that is a lot to do with Captain Carter and Strange Supreme, it's really interesting to see. Now, talking about the voice acting and characters for this Kaori episode, when it comes to the voice acting and characters of this Kaori episode, we need to start with saying this. There's literally... When it comes to the voice acting and characters of this Kahori episode, we need to start with saying that there is no English in this episode, but that still felt a really refreshing to have this Mohawk language used instead of English. You, of course, have subtitles, but it felt really interesting and really honored the episode, I think. The voice acting in this episode was basically top-notch, even though it wasn't English, so I can't judge it that perfectly, but what the emotion that's gone through the voice acting, I think was really, really darn solid. And Kahori felt like a really powerful character, especially when she gets her magic or magic abilities to the later part of the episode. And the magic she gets to use in the later part of the episode looks really interesting and looks so powerful. It's basically some blue kind of magic, and she, she seems really powerful. Probably one of the most powerful characters or new characters in the MCU. So, once again, the visuals in this episode are pretty mind-blowing. They look really good. 
There are some funky looking animation at times, especially with running animation. But it's nothing major, it's just some running scenes. It's really hard to get speed running done right, you know, as we have seen in Eternals. In, or Eternals did a, uh, did a great job with that, as we have seen in The Flash, on the other hand. It's really hard to get speed running done right. But we also have a connection to the Tesseract and Asgard, as you see in the beginning of the episode. And that is really... We get some explanation behind it, which were really nice to see. And I think getting this just perfect amount of backstory is really, really satisfying. Uh, did episode did this episode this did not really feel like a Marvel project per se. I it really felt more like something Disney would produce, as I also saw someone else say on X, I think. It really felt more like a Disney project. But it's, that feels really, really refreshing to to get that point of, or that story in that kind of sense. I really enjoyed the second half of this episode more than I enjoyed the first half. And the Watcher also played a minor part in this story, except for just the narration as he usually does. He also played a minor story part in this episode, and that was also really fun to see. There were some happier moments to this episode, there were also some sadder and more tense moments, so getting that perfect blend is really satisfying, and it sets up a really great episode, basically. So I think this episode was a really, really solid one. Probably the most interesting one of the six episodes we have gone through as of now. I don't know if, if, it's, if it is my favorite episode, but the originality of it all is really, really solid. So that is, it's a great episode, and I really would love to see more of Kahori as we get to see her in a later episode, as well as we get going to get through to that later. But now we'll move on to episode 7. What if Hela found the Ten Rings? Now this episode is probably the most intriguing episode yet, and it's really, really interesting. It's a lot about peace and choosing your own path, and it's basically a Shang-Chi episode, combined with a Thor episode. Hella is basically also the secret protagonist of this season, I would say, because she's featured in so many, or not many, but maybe like three episodes, as we get to see later on also. When it comes to the voice acting and characters of this episode, I think the voice acting, has, voice acting is at top, but it's not the best. It's still as good as it has previously been. Hella is, however, being really fun in this episode, and that feels a little bit weird, having a Hella played by Kate Blanchett, we need to say also. But having a Hella who plays a bit on the funny side, that's really weird to see. But it also felt really refreshing. Uh, and Kate Blanchett is reprising a role as Hella as he played that in Thor. Ragnarok, I think, maybe? Uh, there were no Shang-Chi in this episode, since this play takes place a lot in the more past, before Shang-Chi was even born, I think. Uh, I don't think Wenwu, who is... Basically, Shang-Chi's father was a returning voice actor for that character. I think it's someone new, but I think they did, did a great job with portraying the character Wenwu. When go getting over to the visuals and overall animation, I think there were some really beautiful shots through this episode. Especially some of the fighting was really intense, but this wind magic that they have looked really, really great. And it was really beautiful at times. There were some great VFX or visual elements, I need to say. But I think overall that the visual aspect of this episode was pretty one of the better ones of this season. The environments also felt compelling. 
and some places we have visited before, we get to see them again in this episode. For example, this secret, not secret land, but they, that they visit in Shang-Chi, this secret realm, basically, or this magic realm with this dragon. And uh, we get to see that, and that feels interesting to see. And the environments that they, tra- they travel a bit through the episodes, and we get to see a little bit of different places, and that feels nice. It's not my favorite episode, but it's a really solid one. And as I said, we get enough backstory, but just not too much. We get the perfect amount of backstory also for this episode with uh, with the Thor and Shang-Chi connection in this episode, basically. Uh, there are some cameo by, I will now say a bad word, the arse animal, as Hela says it is. Uh, it's this uh, cute little animal that looks like a, a bump, basically. Uh, turn around uh, it has wings so that animal makes a cameo in the show it's so adorable really great to see it and i just and i also need to say that idris elba makes a cameo as his character in this episode from back from the thor movies i don't know heimdall is it called i think heimdall and there are some returning voices in this episode as well uh, we can't go through all the casting because he doesn't doesn't have it but there are some returning voices that, that is great to see, basically. So I really enjoyed this episode. It's probably one of the better ones of the season. Uh, what if Hella found the Ten Rings? It's really cool seeing this dynamic between Shang-Chi, the Shang-Chi movie, and the Thor movie, and combining them too. And as I said, Hella is basically the secret protagonist of this season, because she's featured in so many episodes. Because this is a really solid episode, nonetheless. But now we're going to get through to episode 8, which is What If the Avengers Assembled in 1602. Now, this story is, it really gave into the overall story with Strange Supreme and Captain Carter. And it's really fun seeing this build up more and getting more intense, basically. Overall, it's a pretty dark story, but it's good good as it is. the overall for the overall show i think this episode fits in really well and i just hope that the last episode that we have now seen is as satisfying as this episode or that it's not worse but we have now seen it so we know what it is but when we're going to go through that in a bit and also as i said in the first part of our review for what if season three true i mean we are now getting a season three of what if uh, releasing coming soon so i don't know when it's gonna be released but I think it's going to be maybe a year now, from now, maybe. Year and year and a half. Half a year, maybe, if we're lucky. But I know they have released a preview clip of it online. So that is really exciting to see. You can go find it online if you want to. And uh, talking about the voice acting and characters for What If the Avengers Assembled in 1602, we can say so much as the episode was the most, included the most famous voice acting roster. It included Elizabeth Olsen. Thor or Chris Hemsworth, Loki or Tom Hiddleston made a comeback, which was also really fun to see, exciting to see. And we get some really interesting, really interesting character roster. Rooster, as it's called, not roast. Uh, some really good voice acting was involved in this episode. And the realness to the characters also felt really true. And we get to, they felt really authentic, basically. Uh, I, however, miss Chris Evans a bit as uh, Captain America, or Chris, or as um, Steve Rogers. Uh, the other guy is doing a great job, but I also miss Chris Evans a bit. 
Uh, it's good to have new voice actors, of course, as I said earlier, get time to shine in this show. That is, of course, always uh, a great thing. Uh, they are doing a pretty solid job, nonetheless, with portraying these new characters that they haven't portrayed on the live action or the big screen. Uh, Captain Carter is somewhat of the main character of What If, I would say like say it like that. Uh, she is great, but I think we have been getting a little bit too much of her as of lately. I would have liked to see some more or some other characters get involved in the in the season, and I hope now in season three that we get to see a little bit some other characters get to take the main spotlight, basically. It's great to see Captain Carter, but I feel well, like we have gotten a little bit too much of her as of lately. When it comes to the visuals and animation of this season, or not season, this episode, it is as good as previously. There was maybe one or two that lag, I would say laggy scenes, or scenes that seemed a little bit laggy, but that was just a minor thing, and it probably was just me that taught them to look like that. Uh, but the animation overall looked solid as always. And we also need to say that the design of Happy Hogan Hulk, or The Freak, as, he's, as he is called, I think, maybe, or that's the name he has gotten, uh, he makes an appearance in this episode as well. And I think that design, again, looks really, really interesting. I would so like to see him in live action. Uh, moving on, I think we get to see some familiar faces in this episode and some new faces as well. And there are some faces hiding that I really didn't catch. Did you catch them all? I hope you did. Uh, if so, let us please hear back from you if you did catch all of their faces or cameos in episode 8 of What If Season 2. For example, I saw that Red Skull made a short appearance. And Black Widow is supposed to also be in the episode I saw in the credits, but I did not really spot her, so I don't know where she might have gone, <laughs> basically. Uh, there were no Iron Man suits in this episode, uh, Tony Stark were, were in this episode, but Iron Man suits were not, so that felt a lot of... Uh, it was interesting basically, to see, or it felt refreshing to not always see the Iron Man suit being the big thing that Tony uses. Now he got to use more of his brain basically. So I think it felt refreshing. It have, the Iron Man suits have already had time to shine on the previous episodes, so it were... It were great to not to see it again, basically. There were some great effects in this episode as well. It was not my favorite episode, but it's a really solid one. Uh, it were some more of the Watcher lines, and the Watcher has a little bit more screen time in this episode, which were also great. Uh, the fighting of the episode was solid, especially from some of the additional characters, like Bucky Barnes and Ant-Man were also in this episode, played, played by... I don't know his name now, but Ant-Man were in this episode, basically. So that was really interesting, or really fun. I hope the Forerunner, this secret guy, the story in this episode revolved around, would have been someone else than Steve Rogers. Spoiler alert again. The Forerunner was Steve, Steve Rogers. And I hope that would have been someone else, basically. More sp special. But it seemed like it was Steve Rogers from the Infinity War movie which were pretty cool because he there were a flashback scene and etc uh, which showcased more of that story but i hope it would have been someone uh someone a little bit more interesting there were also some interesting fourth wall breaking in this episode and overall i would say this was an exceptional team up episode it really felt like the avengers assembled in 1602 basically it was a really interesting it felt like an avengers movie 
back in time in 1602 and like they assembled in that time period instead. So this was a really interesting episode, one of the better ones of the season. I don't know where it lands really, but it was a really, really solid one nonetheless. But now we'll move through to What If Strange Supreme Intervened, which is the last episode of What If Season 2. Now this episode was a really interesting one. I wouldn't say it was my favorite episode, but it's a really solid one nonetheless. And it really builds to this overall story with Captain Carter and Strange Supreme. So I wouldn't say it was my favorite episode of them all, but it's kind of like of the end game of Marvel animation, I would describe it as. It's Kahori makes an, another appearance in this episode, and she's a really fantastic character. She seems so interesting. It's great to see her back. Now, Captain Carter also makes an appearance in this episode, and it revolves a lot around her. And as I said, we have gotten a little bit too much of Captain Carter at times, maybe. But I hope her story is somewhat concluded after this episode, and that we get to see the next big multiversal threat after Strange Supreme take place in What If, what if um, Season 3. And we have gotten a little bit too much of him as well, I think. Or not too much, but I felt like their story should be have been concluded by now. And I hope to see Kahori in live action really soon, because she's so interesting. And there's also a Loki connection at the end of this episode with uh, Yggdrasil, as we get to see in the final episode of the Loki season 2, basically, if you have seen that. Uh, the Yggdrasil tree connecting all of the multiverse, basically. So I'm really excited for What If Season 3. I hope there will be another multiversal threat, except for Stephen Strange. I really hope that, even though the, he may be the biggest threat to the multiverse, as we know it, and I've seen in Doctor Strange, and the Multiverse of Madness. But I really hope there will be another multiversal threat. Maybe Doctor Doom, for a second. Uh, but I really think that the when it comes to the voice acting and characters of this episode, they were more English involved with Kahori's language now when talking, talking with Captain Carter. And that felt really interesting as well. Uh, her English felt a little bit weird on the other side, but like she was too good at it since she haven't talked English before, I assume. And now she was really having this American accent almost, and it felt a little bit weird. And like they mixed the languages for her in an interesting and refreshing way, but it still felt a little bit weird mixing this Mohawk language with, with the, an English-American accent, basically. Uh, but there were some really chilly and cool line deliveries uh, on the other side. And I think the voice acting was really on top for this episode, basically. When it comes to the visuals and animation, I think Kahori's magic and speedrunning looks really, really fantastic. And in terms of animation, it looks really solid. They have done a great job with that. Uh, there were some really interesting details and cameos in this episode. I didn't notice them all, but there are a lot of other characters and from other universes in this episode. So if you pause the episode, so if you pause the episode throughout the throughout the episode, you will probably notice some really interesting characters. I have not done that yet, but that would be really interesting to see because there are some interesting characters in this episode. When it comes to the animation again, I need to say there was some weird running animation once again, for example, some of the Captain Carter scenes. I just want to note that. If they seem like they have a hard time doing the running animation in this series, or it just may be me, but I think the running animation looked a little bit weird at times. There were, however, some beautiful shots again, with, for example, butterflies and strange demons in this in this episode. 
and the scenery and environment also got interesting thanks to the many characters that was involved in this episode. The way how the, the environment would otherwise have been pretty boring because it's except for in the beginning they spend most of the time in this episode in this fort or this strange as building or a castle basically. And there was a machine room or room for this machine that Strange had built in this episode. That was also where a lot of the episode took place. And I would say that the episode without these many characters would have been a little bit boring in terms of environment. But I overall think the animation looked really good. A little bit too little movement in the facial regions once again. They feel a little bit frozen. But otherwise I think it looks as good as previously. And Benedict Cumberbatch makes a return as Stephen Strange. Great to see. And we have Captain Carter played by... What is she, what is she called? Captain Carter played by Hayley Atwell. And Kahori is played by so much as... We need to check that up, actually. Kahori is played by no one else than Devery Jacobs. Uh, she's featured in two episodes in What If Season 2. Devery Jacobs is also famous for playing for example uh, in the movie or series Reservation Dogs. She's playing in the Echo series as Yuli. I wonder if Kahori is in the Echo series. That would have been really interesting. But she's featured as a character Yuli in the Echo series. She also played in the rhymes for Jan Ghouls and a movie called Backspot. So I'm not really familiar with her from before but she is now in this series and it's really good to have her have her hair, basically. Uh, otherwise, when it comes to the episode 9 of What If Season 2, What If Strange Supreme intervened, I think the last shots were shown in the trailers, or the last shots for this episode were shown in the trailers, and I do not really like that. When they show the last or the last couple of shots of an episode or a movie in the trailers, I feel like that should be a surprise. So just a spoiler alert on that. And I feel like the episode ended a bit abruptly also, like they cut off a little bit too quickly from the events in this uh, strangest castle or or what, what, do you, what, do, what do you want to call it, like castle or building. And the final fight also with Strange Supreme was a bit too long. I feel like it could have been a tiny bit more exciting, but I can't really complain because it was such a minor, minor thing I want to wish for. Uh, overall, it was great to see some the use of many multiple different powerful weapons in the end battle, like the Infinity Stones, Thor's hammer, some other weapons, and the Ten Rings from Shang-Chi. Uh, I feel like the use of Infinity Stones are a bit overused by now. And same for the, the, the Thanos and some old villains, like, for example, well, Thanos and Ultron, or maybe not Ultron, but Thanos at least, felt a little bit overused at times. And one other villain that I feel is overused is Killmonger. We got to see him in this episode as well, Killmonger. He felt a little bit overused by now. Uh, so, But it was great to see some of this, some of these uh, weapons, really powerful weapons being used in the end battle. So that was one of the one of the highlights of the episode. Overall, I think If Strange Supreme Intervene was a really, really great episode. It's not my favorite one, but it's a really, really solid one nonetheless. So it was great to see the use of many multiple different powerful weapons. I felt like, as I said, some things felt overused, like the Infinity Stones and, for example, Killmonger. And same for Thanos. But I felt like the use of these many powerful weapons, like the Shang-Chi Ten Rings, Thor's Hammer and the Infinity Stones, were great to see them collected and used at the same time, basically. 
So I really enjoyed this episode, What If Strange Supreme Intervened. It's one of the better episodes of the season. It's not the best, but it's one of the more solid ones. Uh, I will rate What If Season 2 at maybe, for example, what will we rate it at? We'll rate it at 4.5 out of 5 clubhouses or stars. Because it's a really solid, it has some really interesting stories to tell uh, from all over the multiverse. The characters we get to see new ones as well as old ones are really, really fun and it's really exciting to see some old characters return and voice actors return, but also get some new and fresh blood into the series. The animation looks really solid. It's not the best animation I've seen, but it's nonetheless really, really solid. So I would rate What If Season 2 at 4.5 out of 5 stars. Now, have you seen all of the episodes for What If Season 2 yet? If so, please let us know on any of our socials or the mail that's in the show notes. And that is basically been a concise review for What If Season 2. Now, we need to remember you to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss any of our new episodes. This is probably the last episode of the year, 2023 for us, but we are loaded up with episodes for 2024 and there will be a lot of new movies and TV series releasing and we'll be there to cover them all. So... Remember to subscribe to this episode so you don't miss any of that. And if you want to, you could please also review this episode because that helps us even more to rank higher and higher up on every podcast list and get everyone else to listen to our podcast that doesn't do it already. It helps us a lot. But for now, that has been all. We wish you a happy new year. This has been the Movie Clubhouse Podcast. I'm your host, Truly, Eddie. Until we see you guys next time, have a great time watching.